Uh, welcome to the Rohi Word. You are about to be transformed by the power of God's Word through his servant, Pastor Emmanuel Methel. Pastor Methel is a teaching evangelist who preaches God's Word passionately with signs and wonders following. He serves as the founder and lead pastor of the Rohi Church, a Christ-centered, family-focused, and discipleship-driven ministry. It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, let us hear the word of God. Come on, can you lift up your voice tonight and declare? You are God alone. Suffer to gain. John chapter 12, verse 23. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. So, whatever Jesus spoke about after this verse he was talking about glorification he was talking about becoming glorified he said that the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified and then he began to talk about how the son of man or how a person can become glorified left me alone and left to you if Jesus talks about the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified, you are expecting that if they say the Son of Man should be glorified, or a woman or a daughter should be glorified, it means that the woman should become pregnant, or the woman should have a husband, or the woman should marry, or the woman should have a wonderful baby. So when you hear anything, the hour has come that she or he will be glorified, the first thing that will come to mind is, wow, a new job has come. Or he's bought a car. Or he has finished building his house. It is, it is a sign of glory. It's a sign of glorification. Or his business is doing well. Or her business is doing well. Or her husband has bought her a ticket and they are traveling to Dubai for one week. You won't say amen. Or something powerful like that has happened. The hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. So when Jesus started talking, I... I without looking at the next verse, began to think that, wow, if the Son of Man is going to be glorified, then it means that people are going to bow down to him. They are coming to give him gifts. They are coming to be a blessing unto him. Things are coming his way that would make people honor him and clap for him and shout for joy because the Son of Man is about to be glorified. When we hear glory, we don't hear, we don't hear, we don't hear cross. When we hear glory, we don't hear nails and hammer in somebody's hand. When we hear glory, it does not sound like pain. When we hear glory, it does not sound like heartbreak. Let's say today I prophesy to you that a year from this, a year is too far. A week from this time, God is going to glorify himself in your life. And then... A week from now, the man who said he was going to marry you comes to say that from today. Don't talk to me again. Don't call me again. I don't want to marry you. I don't want to see you again. You begin to say that pastor is a false prophet. Because he said from a week from today, God is going to glorify himself in my life. Suddenly, I have lost my relationship. How can that be glory? If I had said that from a week from today, God is going to glorify himself in your life. And then you go to work and they say, oh, we don't need you again. Mm. What kind of evil prophecy is that? But do you know that? 
When Jesus said the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified, it wasn't a new job. It didn't look positive. It didn't look like anything great was about to happen. Anytime you hear glory or anytime you are looking for glory, what we begin to look out for are things that will make us shine, things that will make us happy, things that will make us beautiful. Oh, the baby, the lady is looking glorious. Nobody will have an accident and then when he comes out of the accident, they will say, that, hey, when you accident, send it at the end, why are glorious? And when I went to see this person in the hospital, they have done a surgery on him and then he was looking so glorious. You never describe something like that to be glorious. And she was looking very glorious. So Jafar Bonimbai said, now we're looking glorious. He has lost his accommodation and he was on the street looking so glorious. You see that they don't work together. Glory doesn't look bad. Glory shouldn't be painful. Glory shouldn't be stressful. But Jesus on verse 23 is saying that the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. Verse 24. The hour has come. The son of man should be glorified. Then now he says that <laughs> this is how the glory comes. This is how the glory comes. I am going to be glorified. No. Then he now says that now let me show you how the glory comes. Left to me alone. This is not the way glory must come. You want to glorify me? Send me a car. Then Jesus now begins to talk about how the son of man will be glorified. I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, the path to glory starts with death. The path to exaltation, it starts with going down. The path to greatness, it starts with becoming nothing. The path to being glorified, it starts from seeing yourself as a seed that falls into the ground and dies. He says that unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it doesn't receive glory. It doesn't receive glory. It doesn't receive glory. Glory doesn't come when the seed has not died. Glory doesn't come when the wheat, the grain of wheat is in your pocket or in your hand or it's in the sack. Glory does not come when these things have not happened. Have you seen the glory that is sitting in the building now? It's because we had to send out Pastor Prosper. We had to send out Pastor A.B. and pretend as if they were dead. Because as far as I was concerned in this headquarters, there was no Pastor A.B. There was no Pastor Prosper. They were sacrificed and they were dead. But after they have gone down and died, can you see that you are bearing much fruit because the grain of wheat fell to the ground and died. When they were here, there was nobody like this coming to this church. When they were here, there was nobody like this coming to this church. When you were sitting here, there was nobody. You never came to this church with anybody like that. Or so for you never walked into this church with the sons of God before when you were sitting here. Until somebody decides to fall to the ground and dies, that person will abide alone. But when he dies, or if it 
sacrifice it produces much glory the glory comes after the death has happened if you believe it say I believe I said to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain you may take your seats so Jesus came to tell us the pathway to glory the road to glory the steps to glory suffer to gain suffer to gain tell somebody suffer to gain those of you who don't like to suffer and we want to gain you are in the wrong part of life there is never going to be any gain without suffering any gain that comes without suffering is short-lived if you want your gain to be permanent you must prepare to suffer for that gain that is the reason why you see people who become rich overnight without any suffering they become poor overnight without anything when you suffer to build a family and it stands it stands when you suffer with a man and then they become great and he stands he stands but when you look around and you look for them the most blessed husband around uh, the most blessed husband around the most blessed husband. I would like to marry that man you've not suffered you want to gain you've not suffered I've been that, that you want to just take it you just want to carry it so he came to show us that for the son of man to be glorified there are certain things that must be done and the whole Easter story is about that Luke 24 let me read from verse 1 to 16 then I'll give you two or three points Luke 24. The story of Easter is what I want to talk about. Suffer to gain. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. I see your stone being rolled away in the name of Jesus. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Two men stood there in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? That's another whole message. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. So by this time, we had gone through the first phase where he was beaten, where he was sacrificed, where he was crucified and all of that. And then we are at the place where he was being glorified. Saying, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And the third day, rise again. And they remembered his words. Verse 9. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things. So, so, so where were the boys? On which journey? And Ben journey. And these are the two known guys. I am sure when Jesus was around them, the women were even kept in the background. You people step aside, step aside. We are, we are the ones who are carrying... You know, and, and that's what happens now. When the time comes that the man must be crucified, you see that it's the women rather who would come and stand there and see if he's okay. But the brothers, and yet, 
The brothers would have disappeared. They disappeared. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. They saw the revelation that the apostles didn't see. So when they went out, it was the women. And then they now came to tell the apostles that you were with the man. He said that he will rise up again. You heard it. And then you even came to tell us. When we were telling that, are you sure of this man? You told us that, oh, sure, he's powerful. He said he will go down. In three days he will come up. But look at the way you are hiding. You are hiding under a tree. You are hiding. You have, just, you have just carried your things. You have forgotten about everything that the man said. But we were, we know that there's some. But we heard secondhand message from you. We even believe it more than you who heard it firsthand. May God deliver our apostles from not understanding and believing what the word of God says and go on and lead the house that they must lead very well in the name of Jesus. But the women, they can pray. The women can see. The women can do things. And their words seem to them like idle tales. Can you imagine? Or so forth. You heard this man. He spoke to you directly. Now some people have gone to see the manifestation of the miracle. They come and tell you. They seem to them like idol. And they did not, be, they did not even believe them. It's like, oh, embaweno, embaweno. Yeah, if you will fast, fast for us. Eh? You are fasting, eh? And then I can eat. What are you preparing? What are you, what are you? <laughs> then, then, then they will send their WhatsApp. Charlie, when you are praying, remember me in this area. Eh? I need a job. Pa. And their words seem to them like idle tales. Like the way we will announce. We are fasting and praying. Oh, we are going for evangelism. Hey, you are going for evangelism, man. Eh? Go and eh? go. And when you go, win a soul for me. Eh? Me, I'm watching Chelsea. Chelsea is playing a match. Chelsea is playing a match. They won't give you some of the money. They don't even know you. Instead of concentrating on something that is real. Continue verse 12 for me. Let me finish and preach properly. Now, then our, our wives, our mothers, our sisters, our ladies, they are the ones who are praying, who are receiving, who are following. I see ladies becoming pastors. I see ladies becoming prophetesses. I see ladies catching an anointing. I see ladies becoming doctors, lawyers. I see ladies becoming pilots in this house. I see ladies becoming great and mighty. I see ladies starting businesses. I see ladies turning this world upside down. I see the ladies of Rohi Church becoming so great and powerful, becoming so mighty. Any business that is doing well, we will see Rohi ladies involved. Any ministry that is doing well, you will see Rohi ladies involved. Anything that is working, any marriage that is working, you will see Rohi ladies involved. I speak a prophecy over the women of this house that from today, you are going to get bigger, you are going to get better, you are going to get brighter, you are going to get more anointed, you are going to get stronger, you are going to get richer. May God's will for your life not be covered by any man's will. May God's will come forth. May God's word come forth. May God's word be established in your life. I'm speaking to the women and the daughters.
daughters of this house, the young ones and the old ones, uh, you are growing up to be greater than you have ever seen, uh, greater than you have ever known, uh, greater than you have ever been. Um, in the name of Jesus, your role models uh, will look up to you rather because you are going to overtake, you are going to run faster, you are going to go ahead, you are going to start businesses, you are going to start schools, you are going to write books, you are going to have children that will be lawyers and doctors and pilots and teachers. Yeah, give the Lord a shout. I speak a prophecy. Your name will be remembered. Your name will be remembered. They will not remember you because of your husband. They will remember you because of you. I say you will be remembered because of you. Your husband will be remembered. By you too you will be remembered. You will not be remembered just because you are related to that man. The man will be remembered and you too you will be remembered. In fact, the man will be remembered because he is connected to you. I want my wife to carry an anointing that when I step out, they will say that that is the husband of Pastor Mimi Mephol. Not that that is the wife of Pastor Emmanuel Mephol. Are you understand what I'm saying? I want him to succeed. I want her to succeed to the point where that when they are introducing me, they will say that this is the husband of that great anointed woman. This is the husband of that powerful woman. This is the husband of that one who speaks uh, and every knee bows. Uh, I want that anointing for my wife and I want that same uh, for the women in this house. I want that same for the women in this house. I want that same for the women and the daughters in this house. May you discover first <laughs> May you see first. May you hear first. May you know first. May you enter first. May you open the doors first. May you see the revelation first. May you hear the voice first. May you encounter first. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb after the women have been there. After the women have been there, after the women have been, after our wives have discovered, after our daughters have discovered, after our women have discovered, then Peter rose and ran to the tomb and stooping down, he saw the linen clothes lying by themselves and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. By that time, the women had already seen it already. On what can testimony? On what can say? He be now the apostles to go. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Verse 13. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. So now after he has, he has now showed himself, he's now going around showing himself, showing himself, showing himself. I said the journey to the glory and my messages suffer to gain. Number one, Jesus the seed fell to the ground. Jesus the seed fell to the ground. He fell to the ground. He fell to the ground. I said that a grain of wheat has to fall to the ground and die. And as the scripture says, except sacrifice comes 
there would never be any multiplication. Any seed you want to multiply must be laid on the ground. Any seed you want to multiply. Listen to me. God never gives anybody a harvest. Those of you who have been praying for, Father, I need a harvest, a harvest of souls, a harvest of blessing, a harvest of... God never gives harvest. There's no way in the Bible God has given harvest. He doesn't give harvest. He doesn't give harvest. He gives seed. He gives seed. And then we create harvest. God will give you seed. Then you can decide whether that seed is a harvest or it's a seed. God doesn't give anyone a harvest. We are all born with seeds. Everyone is born with seeds. The seed of a talent. The seed of intelligence. The seed of time. It's just a seed. We are all born with seeds. Seeds in Kwan. Nobody is ever born with money or a harvest. We are born with seeds. And everybody comes with a seed. Some people have intelligence as a seed. Some have craftiness or skills as a seed. Some have a certain talent as a seed. Some just sit in a class and then one message, one, one, one preaching or one, one um, um, teaching in a class, one lesson, thank you, and they understand it. Another one too will sit in that same class. One lesson, they will talk about it ten times, nothing will enter. But that person too, when he takes a computer that he has never read about before, he can dismantle it, put it back together. And you wonder where that one came from. Another one will take a ball, put his foot on it, and within three seconds, you know that hey, this one was born for the ball. Another two will take the same ball, five minutes, and no one kicked him off. He just broom on the ball, keke. See a lady, she touches hair. She has never gone to hair school before. She touches hair, the thing just becomes something. Touches clothes, changes. Touches food, changes. Everybody came with a seed. God doesn't bring people with harvest. You always come with a seed. So don't ever look at somebody and say, hey, why are you Now why are you fine? It's because that person understood that until I drop my seed and allow the seed to die, this seed will abide alone. But when the seed dies, it will bring forth much fruit. Who crowds seed now? If Jesus the seed had not allowed himself to go down, Greatness comes from sowing those seeds that you carry. Our failure and our hustle is usually because of the refusal to sacrifice. It's an amount of sacrifice. Our failure, our hustle, our problem, our struggle is usually because of the refusal to sacrifice. If Jesus was a seed, we are also seeds. Plant yourself and see the scripture being fulfilled in your life. Plant yourself. Plant yourself. Plant yourself in evangelism. And see scripture being fulfilled. Plant yourself in prayer. Plant yourself 
in communication with God. Plant yourself in something and see the multiplication coming back to you. It's a sacrifice. You go, you go there, you go and fall. You go and fall down. Flat. Fall down. You call small boys. Hey, hey, hey. What am I doing? You call small boys that you will never talk to. Oh, I do hard too much. Hey. But this one is like my son. Is the falling down? Is the falling down? Is the falling down? But if you exist in that level, you would die alone in that level. That is why Jesus had to come down and sacrifice from his level and fall to the ground and become like nothing and nobody. We are too big. And until this falls to the ground, sacrifice. Sacrifice. Eh, my marriage is hard. Sacrifice small. Sacrifice small. The business is not working. Sacrifice small. Sacrifice small. The ministry, sacrifice small. A little sacrifice. Jesus was alone with 12 people until he decided that, you know what, in fact, these 12 people is okay for me, but in order to, for the glory to come, I must die. And Peter said, you will not die. Not when I'm here, you won't die. Jesus immediately heard the voice of Satan. He said, get thee behind, because it is Satan that fights sacrifice. Anybody who is fighting your sacrifice is satanic, is demonic. Anybody that you decide that, I want to, I want to give my house for the things of God. I want to give some time. Hey, now, now come Yesu. That voice is a demonic voice. When you try to listen, your glory is in your sacrifice. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to say it. It says, now the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. The hour has come. Some of you, the hour has come for the glory to come. But there's no sacrifice to be glorified. Until the sacrifice comes, the hour will be there. The prophecy will be there. The word of revelation will be there. But no glory will come. Can you not see that you have been at a point for so long and every prophet comes out and tells you, I see something coming. I see the Lord blessing you. I see something turning around. I see, but we have seen and heard and felt, but we are not seeing it and we are not touching it. There's no sacrifice. There's no sacrifice. We are too wise. We are too wise, too smart, too intelligent. You need think too much. I mean, I mean, sacrifice. What the prophecies are, but nothing is happening because there's no sacrifice. Now the hour has come that the Son of Man must be glorified. Then the Son of Man begins to tell you how the glory will come. But what will need sacrifice in the be? Who needs sacrifice, baby? It's like, me, uh, this thing is too much for me. I can't do it. Every day I have to go to church. Every evening, I, every Sunday, they want me in church. I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't, you can't do it. Don't do it. Now they want me, they want me to even give my, my veranda, my veranda to do RCF. Eh, I won't do it. It will disturb me. They will come when they come. They will want to drink water. Water. We are hearing it too much. If somebody drinking water in your house is such a bad problem to you, then you are very, very poor and you need help. Ten people are coming to your house 
the front of your house every week, one and a half hours or one hour. The, the only problem is that my blessing has been connected to my sacrifice every day, any day. Every day, any day is the sacrifice. Is the sacrifice. Is the sacrifice. And it is painful. Look at Jesus being slapped and tell me that sacrifice is not painful. Look at useless men spitting on his face and tell me sacrifice is not painful. Look at idiots who don't have anything taking a hammer and nailing his hand and tell me that it is not painful. It is painful. Whichever seed you have given that has not pained you has never been a sacrifice. That's why it's not getting any response. Did you not read the Bible when Ananias and Sapphira went to sell their land and brought part and they were killed? God is looking for some sacrifice. You want glory? It is your sacrifice. Thank you for listening to Pastor Emmanuel Method. We hope you were blessed by the message. Worship with us at the Rohi Church in Community 22 Tema. Every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Our youth services start from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock p.m. Tuesday evening service is from 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. Follow Pastor Emmanuel Method and the Rohi Church on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. Call us on 0204-336-002 for counseling and inquiry. Rohi Church, loving God, making disciples and invading globally.